Welcome back to another episode of Keeping Up with KJB. Today's episode, I'm going to cover state action and a little bit of the relationship between private universities and state action. So, what does the term state action mean? To begin, I would define state action. According to Cornell Law, state action is a term used to refer to the basis for a legal claim for damages against a governmental body for a violation of a person's civil rights. This state action requirement extends to a number of actions. The 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution prohibits anyone, by virtue of public position, under a state government to deprive another of property, life, or liberty without the due process of law or deny or take away the equal protection of the laws. State action is a concept developed under the language of the 14th Amendment. That is the major obstacle to the application of due process in the disciplinary system of private universities, which we'll get into later. Operation of the state action doctrine was critical in determining whether school systems were segregated unconstitutionally by race. The original Brown cases, as well as many other cases, arose after the matter of the context of statutorily mandating the separation of the races, and therefore the finding of state action in different schools created the controversy and rose to attention to the issue. The antitrust division made clear that the state action immunity applies narrowly to public colleges and universities. The state actor and doctrine, which I was briefly discussing, is a principle of the constitutional law that states that the only government businesses or organizations such as higher education must comply with the rules in respect to the rights of the Constitution. But to analyze state action and litigation of private institutions and higher education, subsidization is asked, meaning what does the state or does the state does the state fund the private institution? Second, was there any compulsion, corrosion, or regulation? Third, the public function test and do they perform a public service? And then lastly, what is the symbiotic relationship to the state? The application of these exceptions is notoriously inconsistent, and many commentators, such as researchers and theorists in higher education, have criticized the exceptions for being far too narrow, which I also agree with. For instance, to be deemed a public function, an activity must be something that is traditionally and exclusively performed by government entities. While individuals might assume that the failure to provide these protections violates the Constitution, particularly when a student is subject to real punishment, such as expulsion or anything else like that in the conduct process, the truth is that private universities are not subject to the Constitution under the state action doctrine. Thus, students do not succeed when they try to argue their rights have been violated by a private university in one of these investigations like some of the cases we've seen or recent issues brought to light from some of these schools. Even though schools seem, in some instances, to be substituting in for a criminal law enforcement, the public function exception has been held not to apply. And also, higher education and colleges are not the law. But at least by courts attempting to apply the state action doctrine as it currently stands. So this is what they're currently doing. But I want to leave you all with this question. You know, what are your thoughts about state action at private colleges? Do you think that it's the same um, at private universities and public universities or at all of them? Or do you think that private universities really play off of their loopholes in 
the state action and due process and things such as that. I hope y'all have a great week.